32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. Welcome back to the 32GI Sports Nutrition Podcast. I'm Mr. Active David Katz, and we talked uh, in the previous podcast about Fat Month. August is here, and we're looking at various aspects of fat uh, over the next couple of weeks. Mark Wolf is back and uh, joining me. And uh, the very first thing that I thought could be quite interesting to look at because it involves um, dealing with sort of dairy every day and products around that is high fat versus low fat. Mark, welcome back onto the podcast. And uh, Thanks, Dave. Just, just br- briefly, I mean, a lot of people, and, and I know that I was like this, low fat when, when fat was seen as sort of not being very healthy for us, and there's been a shift back to people now having more full fat and not the low fat, but what would be the chief difference between low fat and high fat products? So I think the main difference between low fat and high fat is that, uh, I mean, if you're looking at a high fat diet, you'll, you'll notice that uh, there's a much higher intake of saturated and unsaturated fats. So uh, if you're talking saturated, we're talking animal fats, and there, we, there we're talking, obviously, your, your meat fats and your dairy. Um, there's no need in a, in, a, in a high fat diet to actually eat anything that's, uh, that's lean. Um, you know, fat is very, very welcome. And I think for many, many years, people have uh, misunderstood uh, fats and, and thought that fats are unhealthy, but actually quite the opposite. Fats have got a lot of health benefits. And uh, specifically, um, we're seeing that reducing fat um, in, uh, in products, specifically the saturated fat, if you're looking at, uh, at dairy products, I think actually creates more health hazards than anything else, as opposed to eating uh, a more high fat-based diet and a more natural diet. And there's a lot of research around that. So, I mean, to explain to you the difference between, let's say, uh, low-fat or high-fat milk is not much of a major difference. It obviously goes through a, a, a homogenic pro- uh, process, which, uh, which, which removes the or lowers the fat content of, of the milk um, by reducing the particles, not letting them come to the surface. And what actually happens is, is that the, the content of the fat uh, in the milk is lowered. Now, there's no major, there's no huge difference between, say, like a 1% or 2% and a 3% milk. But what will actually happen from a, from a diet point of view, from, which, is, which I think is a more beneficial point of view, is that by consuming a high-fat product, uh, if you're looking at it from a weight loss point of view, you will feel fuller for longer. So by taking in a, a full-fat uh, product uh, as opposed to a low-fat product, it will allow you to feel fuller for longer. And the chances of actually uh, uh, eating excessively will be uh, lowered uh, quite a bit. And, and I think that that's quite an important point because a lot of people look to a low-fat diet for weight loss, but it should be the opposite way around. They should be actually looking to a slightly higher-fat diet for weight loss and trying to find a balance, not cutting out the fats and actually not being afraid of eating a, a full-fat, uh, a full-fat uh, diet. One of the biggest issues I have with the dairy industry is pasteurization. Um, there's, uh, for those that don't understand pasteurization, it's basically uh, taking the, the dairy to a certain temperature, obviously uh, to, to look at killing uh, off uh, certain bacteria. Uh, generally, uh, you're looking at around 160 degrees that the milk's heated to. The problem is, is that heating it to that kind of temperature um, has been known to destroy uh, elements, sort of enzymes and uh, vitamin and mineral properties of, of dairy, and uh, those are very, very valuable to uh, to anybody that consumes them. And uh, in dairy, there's a there's a there's a large amount of uh, 
of certain enzymes which I think are, are very important. One of them, in actual fact, is, is CLA, which is conjugated uh, linoleic acid. And uh, CLA is actually used by people for weight loss. It's very, very prevalent in dairy, but pasteurization takes away the conjugated linoleic acid. And it actually, it takes away, to me, um, an element of dairy that is very, very critical, uh, not just for weight loss, but also it's also been shown to reduce the risk of bowel cancer, for example, by around uh, 41% or so. So there's been a lot of research around that. The other thing is, is that there are fat-soluble vitamins uh, which get better absorbed with fat and by but by lowering the fat content, uh, you won't be able to do it. And I'm talking things like vitamin D, vitamin E, uh, potassium. So, so things like that, for example, that uh, you would be able to get uh, uh, from, a, full, from a, a fuller fat diet, which would probably enhance the, 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 the absorption, are now reduced significantly. And I always tell people that that's so important because these are solu- uh, fat-soluble uh, um, vitamins or minerals that uh, are, are, are much better absorbed uh, with fat. And... Um, uh, the FDA, for example, has shown that the vitamin C content of milk is reduced significantly through the pasteurization process, but they just say, oh, it doesn't matter because people don't really need dairy as a source of vitamin C. I guess uh, in a way maybe they don't because uh, you know people get sources of vitamin C from elsewhere, but again, you just never know if it's going to be uh, well absorbed through that um, that food. And I still think that if you don't, if you take something raw and healthy, and you go and eliminate that raw and health by processing it, I think that you, you're actually uh, putting, it, putting yourself at a disadvantage. So I believe that if you are going to eat dairy, I think you should go for as raw as possible, and I don't believe in, 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 uh, in eating pasteurized uh, dairy. In actual fact, I avoid dairy because I just find it not a, to me it's not a healthy source. Another thing is, is that people think that calcium comes from dairy. Well, I've got news for you. It's very, very difficult to absorb calcium after it's gone through a pasteurization process. One research report has shown that more women suffer from osteoporosis are much higher dairy eaters. And in actual fact, it's something that you should take note of. If, you're gonna, if, you, if you are relying on milk for calcium, then I'm sorry to say that you're not going to get it unless, unless your, your milk is, uh, is unprocessed, in other words, unpasteurized and, com- and completely raw. Mark, just uh, want to touch on one more thing as well. We've talked a lot about milk. Obviously, milk goes into a lot of products, and, and another very big one is yogurt. And and I know you are when you do have yogurt, and I do. It's sort of uh, double cream, the the Greek yogurt stuff. But looking at the sort of the, the sweeter stuff, I mean, this low fat yogurt is is it the same process? And it really is something that people, especially with your children, you you don't want them having these like really sweet yogurts, do you? Well, look, I, I think you've touched on one thing. Uh, Full fat has got a beautiful natural flavor to it. And if you look at the ingredients in a full fat yogurt, they're actually quite simple. There's not much on there, um, in all honesty. And, uh, and, and again, a full fat yogurt will keep you feeling fuller for a lot longer. And it goes, and, and there's no real major reason to go and flavor a, a full fat yogurt either. It has got a nice, rich, creamy uh, flavor to it. The minute you see a low fat yogurt, you should start to worry because, the, first of all, it's low fat, so that already affects the, the taste and the te- texture. The other thing is is that uh, what are the benefits of a low-fat yogurt? I don't think there are any benefits of a low-fat yogurt. In actual fact, the additives that are put in there, I think, are more detrimental than the benefits of, uh, of uh, what you think you're going to get out of it. So what happens to the low-fat yogurt is very simple. They tell you that there's uh, low fat in there, but now you've got to look at the hidden sugars because when you go and you flavor something and you – start to add something in, then 
obviously, it definitely raises sometimes the, that carbohydrate content or that sugar content. What are they actually putting there? And it's very important to be able to read labels. So cornstarch, for example, is not classified as a sugar because it's a complex carbohydrate, but it does cause a rise in insulin. It's a multidextrin. It can cause a rise in insulin. So that is a hidden sugar. Another thing is is that sometimes when they use uh, um, flavors or any other way of sweetening it, they're using artificial flavors and artificial sweeteners. And there's absolutely no reason from a health perspective to be consuming that. If you want to flavor your yogurt, by all means, take a full-fat yogurt. Take the flavors separately that you want. I mean, add some peanut butter in there if you want. Add a little bit of honey in there, which is even, yes, it's a form of a sugar, but it's at least raw and can be unprocessed. And it's far more natural than taking a, a processed version and sticking it in there. Um, and in actual fact, identify the different ingredients. I, I still don't understand the concept of eating a low-fat yogurt. To me, you eat a low-fat yogurt, you're very hungry shortly afterwards, and you know basically it's not satisfying, so you end up eating more in the long run anyway. So go for full-fat, and, um, and from a health perspective, you, you're far better off, without a doubt. Yeah, some great advice there. Take a mango, puree it yourself, uh, strawberries, any berries, and add that to the yogurt. Far better for you. And actually, as Mark touched on, because of the fat content and the more natural sort of flavors you're getting from that fruit, uh, far healthier for you as well. Mark, thanks very much for explaining that to us. I think that's given people a lot to think about when it does come to their low-fat versus high-fat and specifically dairy. Stay with us here on 32GI Sports Nutrition. We've got a great another episode uh, coming for you next week as we continue to look at fat. 32 GI Leading sports nutrition provider Focused on health and performance 32 GI Trusted sports nutrition advisors